Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean, Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with a vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. One that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. A wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. Bam! And we are back. Welcome to Flavor Odyssey. We're here on a wild card episode. We're joined by our good friend, Fred Rui. Welcome Hello. to the show, Thank Fred. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm no. sitting in for Rob, apparently. Uh, yeah, the, we, we've got to work on having a different intro when we're not actually doing a traditional no, that's fine, show. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Clearly like the eighth guy that you went through before you could bring somebody in here. I get it. it, I get it. it yeah. It's true. We did have a couple <laughs> other calls that went out, but we were excited when you answered. Uh, and so, you know, you made, you made the cut. We're excited to have you here. We're here on a wild card episode leading up to the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. I'm not at Lot B. I'm here at Cigar Dojo Studio Headquarters, Jordan... Tell the people where we're at, what we're doing, and what's going on Why, tonight. Me? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm producing the show. I'm from the same place Perfect. I always produce the show Perfect. from. Here I am. Look at me. Dang. Look at him producing Come over on. there. Look at, look at who's really out, a of, lot out of, of position. There's a lot of producing going on There's over there. So yeah, I mean, I'm pressing a couple so buttons. So much producing. It's yeah, he's crazy. got more buttons. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. So I do the show, you know, from California. I've never realized how many buttons he actually has in front of him. It's, it's kind of an impressive layout. No, it's it, you're more important the more buttons you have. Clearly. That's, and that's, I can float yeah. right here in between you guys. Oh, oh that's fantastic. So, no, so we, we are doing a special show tonight. We do have a, a very, very uh, tight private uh, studio audience that that is highlighted by Master Sensei himself. Eric, how are you doing? There tonight? he is. I am doing great. I'm glad to be not behind the desk and the mic tonight. Going to have some fun. Just enjoy the show with the fellas here. Chad, all the way from uh, the East Coast. Obviously, Scotty Brayband, Trinity Cigar Lounge, the greatest mobile cigar lounge in the history of the earth. Got Connor right here. Hey, Conrad. 
that. One of the coolest, uh, uh, Thirsty Oak, the coolest uh, YouTube channels you're ever going to see. It's all about whiskey. And then look at Matt go making cocktails, <laughs> doing, doing look, stuff. What's he, what's he making? It's like so, a mad uh, scientist over wow. there. Randy, we got a cool idea for a show tonight. Yes, it's yes. the pairing fantasy draft. Yes. All right. So here's what we're going to do tonight for our wild card. Since we have uh, several folks here in the, in the audience, we are going to choose eight different pairings for everybody, but we're going to do it through a random draft, two rounds. We're going to randomize each round. Everybody's going to choose one cigar and one beverage to pair with. And so if you get lucky, you're going to find a great pairing. If you don't, you won't. Yeah, it's 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 uh, nobody can pick the same one, obviously. Right. right. And uh, we before the show, we're like, <laughs> so do you want to go first? Do you want to go last? And, yeah. then, and then do you pick a drink to like hedge the next choice? Do you pick a drink first or a cigar? Because you have the choice. Right. Right. Yeah. So the strategy involved, this is new for everybody, you know, but but it is perfect timing is we're all going through and choosing our uh, our leagues for fantasy football. So everyone's kind of ramping up for these drafts anyways. Uh, so let's run through real quick. Yeah, uh, as, as opposed to a regular show where you're making it up as you go along. Right. Um, we're just making it up as we go along. <laughs> yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Uh, so so speaking of making it up as we go along, I just handed you one list. I'm going to go ahead and read through the beverages that are going to be uh, in the draft. Uh, and if you would, Fred, maybe you can go through the cigar. So yes, I if I could read your writing, um, that would be a definite possibility. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll see how that goes. All right. So I'll start out with the Placencia is one of them, the Davidoff one. Yes. Yes. Yep. Placencia Davidoff, uh, collaborations. It's an exciting cigar. I love that one. Uh, what else we got? Oh, you want me to go through them? Yeah, well, uh, just we, have, uh, them off. we have the Tabernacle, the Avo 30, the Uno, the Fuente Fuente Opus X, the HVC Celestian Number One Natural, uh, the Camacho American, and that's the uh, what's what does that say? What, what is that? Uh, barrel aged. Barrel aged. Oh, okay. Yeah, the B one one EP. That means barrel aged. <laughs> clearly. Uh, and then we have the uh, Fuente Reserve uh, Extra. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Viejo. I know, but your handwriting sucks. It, I, was, I, mean, I was just rattling it off, you know? Uh, you did okay. this intentionally so nobody would pick like <laughs> one of these, didn't you? I, I, I won't lie. I was a little surprised that, that there's so many great uh, selections in there. So we do have some some awesome cigars to you choose from. You weren't surprised you wanted to take some back before the show. <laughs> I mean, gonna, let's tell people how it really was. You're like, we're not doing this one because I want this one. <laughs> Maybe you can pick it. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll, right. I'll get chosen in the draft. So for beverages uh, to pair along with those eight cigars, we have the Zafra Rum, the Senor Rio Tequila, Pilsner or Quell, Whistle Pig Double Malt Eighteen Year, the Jack Daniel's Single Barrel, Beach Woods Mocha Machine. We're gonna do a Mule. And we're going to do an old-fashioned, and the mule's going to be deal dealer's choice. So whoever chooses those, our good friend Matt Hall, is going to be a total champ and quickly whip up the old-fashioned and the mule for uh, whoever chooses those in the draft. And I, I assume, uh, Jordan, you're ready with the randomizing of the draft order. I'm ready. I got this little little graphic here. Just okay. Not, nothing too fancy. Okay. One through eight. I like it. Let's generate. I like it. So who's who's whose numbers are we going to start? Well, they're names. Oh, oh you put names. names. So yeah, he's going to tell it. who gets to pick first. Okay. Well, I just have a one through eight. Yeah. So well, who, so, well so who's what number? Go, let's go ahead. I'm going to be one. Fred's going to be two. two. Scott and, and so, so three, on and so forth. Three, four, five, six, seven. Jordan, you're eight. I'm eight. 
It's, the, pre- it's the preparation I love about this there show. There you go. Randy one, yeah. Fred two, Scotty three, Chad four, Sensei five, Connor six. Wait. Oh, yeah. Matt seven, Jordan's eight. I we got it. this figured out. Yeah, I, what, I, what could I, go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong? We don't even, we're not even it's drinking. It's generating yet. four. It's generating. Oh, Chadley. Oh, Chad. He's going okay. cigar. So, so something gets taken off the table. He's though. going cigar. So, all right. So Chad has chosen the Placencia Davidoff cigar Dang. as the first selection of the inaugural uh, drafting pairing <laughs> fantasy draft show. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. We, we are trying to jump into this real quick because this is going to take some time. And let's be honest, we all want to get to smoking we and smoke. drinking here. Yeah. Yes. I mean, no, but yeah let's. Next up. Six. Six. Son of That's going to be Connor. I don't even have a way for it to not pick the Fuente same numbers. Maduro, so Fuente Maduro. Fuente Maduro. It might pick numbers multiple times, just so we know. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is getting messier by the minute. <laughs> and next so you is... Two drinks. Six again. Six again. Six again. <laughs> six again. Two. That's me. Two. All right. All Fred, right. what are you choosing? What, what, what's uh, your really strategy? I'm going to do a cigar first. Okay. I like it. Yeah. So, so, so you have to think this through. Exactly. Because you, your drink option. I'm going to go the Avo 30. Nice. Oh, That's actually the Avo 30 Elio 5, which is a, a, literally one of the greatest cigars ever made. Literally. Oh, is it? Literally. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Well, I wasn't aware. So, I wasn't aware. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't heard of this one. Huh. Weird. All right. And next. Good luck, suckers. Seven. Seven. Matt Hall. Matt Hall. Matt Hall is going with the numero uno. Ooh. So we're seeing a lot of cigars Ooh. chosen as the first selection. We're, we're in making this first it sound like randomized... real controversial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you think that's going to play oh, for you? Yeah. Bold move, Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. All right. Seven again. Four. Have we done four? No, yes. we haven't. Yes, did. Oh, okay. Four was Chad. No, Chad. Three. All right. Oh. Scotty. Uh oh. Are you going to um, keep the trend rolling like and go cigars? Is or? everybody going to go cigars first? Wow. Yeah. What's that one off on the side I feel there? like it gets easier if you pick the cigar first. What's that one? Oh, that's what he picked. What is that? Tabernacle. And that was Tabernacle from a special size that was never released. Nick's exclusive humidor box. Ooh, nice. 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 We got a lot of exclusive fancy cigars here. All right. This is what happens. One. Okay, number one, that's me. All right, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go me. with the. <clears throat> Let's go with the Camacho American Barrel Aged. Oh, a little bit of a surprise there. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. It's a bold strategy. You'll see if it pays off. <laughs> Three. That's been used before. Three's been used before too. Six, two, three, three. <laughs> I'm changing the eight or five. Oh, wait, I'm changing it between one and two. Well, who's one? Well, who's well, two? Eight and five. I'm two. Uh, I'll, I'll all be right, one. we'll go lower. Yeah, all right. Two. Two. Son all right, a, Jordan's son up. Of a, what are you going with? Oh. I'm going to go. Cigars yeah. left are. Right. I'm going to go old-fashioned. No. Oh. Drink. Uh, and I, do I have to pick from the drinks that no. are the spirits that are out here? Yes. No, 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 no. You can do the old fashioned as well. I am. Oh, you mean for the base? Oh, you already made it. Gotcha. Okay. I'm I'm in such a good position. I'm in such a good position 
because now there's only what are the two what are the two cigars left? We got Fuente okay. Fuente Opus X. Those are both good. Um, I'm gonna go with the uh, Opus. Damn it, Jordan went for the drink. Yeah, that was that was a smart move. Yeah, the, the this smart know. move if you're not early enough in the cigar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well played. Well, yeah. Well, but you could, yeah. All right, Randy, start saying stuff. Okay, so we will talk a little bit about. You know, go I'm, ahead and I'm start gonna, the order for the next one. I'm, I'm going to share why I chose what I chose because it, to, to the point that Jordan just made, it gets easier. Fred, we see what the drink options are, and so we those, do. those we haven't do. been whittled down yet, and so so we knew. Going into this, we got a lot of brown liquors in there. I think that some of the lighter profile cigars are going to have less options to be a really great pairing. Uh, so I went with something dark and rich, got some spice on it, got some barrel character to it. I feel like I'm still going to have some options no matter where I end up in the second round. So that's where I went with uh, what, what I went with. What, what are you thinking you're going to try and do with uh, the, the Avo 30 LEO 5? Because I know I'm safe on five of the eight. Alcohols. Wow. But what are you going to do? Wow. Because you can eat. Well, we'll find out when I get picked. But yeah. you can you can either go complimentary or contrary. Wow. So check you out. Oh my goodness. He, this guy thinks fast he on cheated. his feet. Yeah, yeah. I didn't cheat. Yeah, we all knew what was going on. <laughs> <into this. laughs> so fast. I feel, I, I feel like this is like a lightning round. From, Everybody from got to, to pick equally. It is. It's true. You're I mean, right. except for Eric, because yeah. I think he has to go last. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> oh, not, not yet. No, that's true. We're gonna go random again. Again. This is very unorthodox. All right, Indeed. here we go. You guys got your numbers? Yeah, I'm five. Yeah. I'm out. Are we back to our normal numbers or what? Yeah. Back to normal, normal numbers. Normal numbers. I'm oh, out. You're out. I, okay. already, I had the last cigar. All right. Mm. Oh, by default. What was the last cigar? The HVC Selection okay. number right. one natural. Okay. Uh, We got number five. Yes. Redraw. Redraw. Okay. Redraw. <laughs> Redraw. I, I am going with the uh, Jack Daniels single barrel. Boom. <laughs> I just won the show. <laughs> I just won the show. Hold on. Ooh. You guys ready? See, yeah. Yep. Two. This. Oh, that's, that's you. Fred. I'm going to the oh. rum. I'm going to the rum. Oh, oh nice. I'm going with the rum. That's nice. a good pick. And you know what? That's, that's great rum. rum, by the oh, way. Oh, so fantastic. I just won. I just won. <laughs> it's down to me and Fred. <laughs> All right. Two I love the again. Oh, sorry, man. Two again. Sorry. Six. Oh, that was my second choice. Uh-oh, uh-oh. That was my second choice, Connor. Come on. Do me right. Jordan. Money, 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 money. Sensei, what's your cigar? Five. Where Opus five? X. Five's already been picked. Five's already been picked. I've heard, little, of, it. Uh, I've heard of it. A company called Fuente. Seven. Matt Hall is up next. Okay. Matt oh, is doing the mule. mule. What mule what are mule, you doing? What, what are you going to do? What kind of mule? Oh, he already made it. He already made it. Is it Kentucky it's, mule? I assume it's chilled. It's already ready to go. Did you put saline in it. Oh, yeah. Two drops of saline. Nice. Two drops of saline. Mine. This old fashioned is a little heavy on the saline. I'll say right after that. Wow! Wow! We've already got some uh, oh, some uh, a little criticism. Little little, <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't like his pairing, he's got something to blame yeah. it on. Uh, Matt, Matt put yeah. too much salt in uh -huh, my drink. Uh -huh. Some controversy <laughs> early. I like it. All right, here we go. Seven, five, seven, two. Two's taken. Taken. Three. 
Scotty Brayband. How many Scotty guys are- is oh. grabbing the tequila. tequila. That's a good pick, Scotty. That's wow. a good pick, Scotty. How many guys are left? I'm going to lower the numbers. Uh, there's only two left. Two guys. Who's yeah. one and who's two? I'm one. And they're both beers. You're so one. Randy's one, Chad's two. All right, here we go. Chad looks real happy about this. Chad's two. Like, Dang. <laughs> all, all I didn't want was the beer. Yeah. Fabulous. So what are you left with there, Randy? So I am going to be drinking the oh. Beechwood Mocha Machine Imperial Coffee Chocolate okay, Porter. You don't get more caffeine. Oh, but it's paired <laughs> with, the, not... with the Broadleaf Cigar. Uh, nice. Uh, nice. Oh, that could work. I, I, I'll tell you, I was I mean, worried. There's only two things. I, I'm kind of where, where Fred was. The cigar I chose, there was only two that I was worried were going to be a bad pairing. And so I was super excited to see the tequila and the Pilsner Quell come off the board early. Now, everyone don't light at the same time. We need people talking. Yes, yes. I'll, I will go ahead and allow everybody to, 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 to light up here. Um, so, so again, real quick. So we, we've gone through this. Everyone got a chance to choose a beverage and choose a cigar based on what was left over, based on a randomized draft. I ended up with the barrel-aged Camacho American and the Beechwood Mocha Machine Imperial Coffee Chocolate Porter. I'll tell you right out of the gate, I'm super excited about this. I think both are going to have chocolate in them. I think both are going to be like very high intensity. First thing I look for in a pairing, Fred, is that intensity level to make sure that one's not totally overrunning the other one. So I can enjoy both, hoping to find some synergy there that I get a, a an amplified flavor that is kind of gr the greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah, I, uh, I'll be curious how that works out for you. I ended up with the Abo 30 and the Zephyr Rum, 21-year-old uh, uh, Zephyr Rum. Looking forward to trying that. Yeah, That's I, some I killer rum, man. I need, killer a, rum. I need a glass. Oh, yeah. That, that'd be two glasses, please, uh, Matt. What do you no, think? No, no. Just, uh, the one Fred, glass, just the one glass for me. Fred, <laughs> what do you think is going to make that pairing be over-the-top amazing? So uh, it, it's going to be the sweetness in the rum. I, th I think I think that's what's gonna, that's what's going to uh, again it's going to be the complimentary. I think mm -hmm. I think these are going to work great. I, I really it was my it was what I wanted to pick when I'd already decided on the avo. I was actually really looking for them. the only ones I didn't want was I didn't want beer and I definitely didn't want that beer. All right, Scotty, what did you end up with and why is it going to be a great pairing? short on the cord here uh so i ended up with the special size of the tabernacle by foundation cigars and the senor rio añejo tequila so i think that the earthy chocolatiness of mm -hmm. this is going to go really good with this barrel finish that's on this añejo tequila i've had it before i think it's really going to pair well chad what did you end up with and why is it going to be the best pairing of the night so I had the uh, Placentia, Davidoff, and the uh, Pilsner, or Cal. Um, I really wanted the rum, but I think this is going to work because the, the Pilsner is not going to overpower this cigar. So I think it's going to pair nicely, sort of complement that sort of maybe hay and wheat sort of flavor together. I got the Opus X, which is in a cool kind of Lancero size. Is that what the size is, Jordan? Not, not really. I don't know. It's close to that. It's like it's more like a I think it's thinner than a Lancero. That's no. like a no, 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 no. no. That's all. No. And I got the uh, Jack Daniels single bear, which I love. I think that the the salt in this Opus X is going to really add well with the spice of the the neat bourbon. I feel like I got the best pairing without. I think everybody sort of realizes that that's watching the show. Uh, Connor, <laughs> what did you end up with, and why is it going to be the best pairing of the night? 
So I ended up with the Arturo Fuente Añejo, and I paired that with a Whistlepig 18. I think the two are going to play really nicely together um, because the chocolatey sweetness of the cigar with the it's a lower proof whiskey, but it's got high age, so it's going to have some it's got some nice spice to it, but it's subtle, and I think the the two flavors are really going to complement each other. All right, Maddie, what do you think? Well, I'm coming in. I got the numero uno and the uh, uh, Kentucky Mule, and I was thinking they're both refreshing, crisp, go together. I don't know. We'll see. You know what? I think all of the pairings sound pretty good. Jordan, what yeah. did you end up with, and why is it going to be the so best pairing? So I ended up with the HVC Selection number one, uh, and I ha- and like a Corona Gorda, and then the Old Fashioned. What's the alcohol in here? Knob Creek. Single barrel, barrel pick, nice. Uh, I think my, my pairing is going to be balanced, uh, both very aromatic, both medium plus, a uh, little bit of salt. One of them's got a lot of bit of salt. Uh, but other than that, we're, we're going to be cruising, baby. No, I'm, I'm with Eric here. I, everybody sounds like they ended up with a pretty good selection here. Everyone's got something that they can make an argument that they're going to have a good pairing. Um, so what are, what are your first impressions here? I, I love this pairing. Nice. Um, this is this. What I love about it is that they are completely different parts of the palate. Mm. So you take a puff; it's on one part of the palate. The rum is a different part. Um, they're not intermingling, except at a very subtle point. So um, I don't. I don't think this parent can be beat. I really don't. Whoa, whoa, big talk! All right. Um, so for me, immediately, look the the American Barrel Age from Camacho is probably their most uh, flavor forward. Uh, release from the Camacho line, and that's saying a lot. You know, they're they're very proud of big, bold flavors. This to me is kind of at the top of of the heap as far as their biggest and boldest, one of their you know punchiest cigars. Uh, it's one of the first cigars I ever bought a box of, actually. And then this uh, this Beechwood Mocha Machine, super intense. Again, you know, Imperial Chocolate Coffee. Uh, it, it's kind of funny. We talk a lot on the show about the differences between a porter and a stout where Porter's not going to have that roasty character as much as it's going to have a lot of chocolate sweetness to it. It's going to have some, some toasted notes to it more than that, like harsh, uh, kind of more bitter, acrid, uh, espresso coffee character. It's more, more like a, a medium roast coffee character uh, of anything. And so I'm, I'm liking the idea that, that I've got some chocolate and some coffee, both in the, the beer, as well as, as the cigar. Unlike you, I love pairing, beer with cigars i think the the sweetness in uh, the residual sweetness especially in a malt forward beer really like lends to lingering on the palate and having uh, a lot more contact with the smoke on your palate and so you get uh, a lot more of that intermingling where you where you were kind of pointing out that yours are just kind of uh kind of touching each other on the palate mine are they're entwined they're, they're, so they're, is, they're really locked in here the- the barrel aged part of the yes, cigar. Yes. It's working with that pairing. So far, I'd, I'd say, you know, like these cigars kind of start off pretty heavy. I'd, I'd say it started off really intense and it matched the intensity of the beer. The beer's heavily intense. It's got a lot of viscous character to it. So it's, it's almost, I don't want to say sticky sweet, but it's just on the verge of not sticky sweet. Um, and so, We'll, we'll see how the intensity works. The beer is a little more than than I was anticipating. So when you had when you had your idea of eight choices of beer mm-hmm. or eight choices of alcohol, yeah, where was that on your list? Probably three or four. Okay, so it was up there. It, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. It was it was middle of the pack. I, okay. I my first selection was going to be the rum. No, Fred. I have a we have an audience question for you uh, specifically. Um, how uh, how much 
uh, thought do you put into uh, pairing your drink with your cigars sort of on a daily basis? And the second part of the question is, what is sort of your ultimate pairing that you think, uh, the, the specific cigar and the specific drink that you think is the best? Wow, that I mean, that's a good question. I mean, yeah. I'm I I don't know that I have I have a best pairing. Um, it it kind of depends on what you're in the mood for, you know. Um, but I'm probably more of a single malt drinker than anything else. I'm mm. definitely not a beer pairing person with it. I I just I just can't wrap my arms around it palate wise. I just always feel like they're they're competing to me. Mm. Um, but I'm always I'm always single malt. I'm typically above any double wood, uh, and then I'll go with anything uh, Creo Corojo based i tend to i tend did to you say up. double wood yeah the balvini double wood mm -hmm. that's what the, my nickname was back in college oh yeah no, <laughs> it wasn't people don't don't even <laughs> all right so so we did want to kind of get into this quickly get the draft done get our get our selections obviously we're here this week well i'm in denver I, i'm here. also in denver we're what are the here. what are the odds <laughs> hey fun fact his mother and my mother went to different high schools so yeah <laughs> Pure, I mean, just really weird stuff. I, yeah, get, I mean, yeah. just the coincidences just don't stop. It's, it's, We're both here in Denver. Yeah, it's My almost high. like JFK and Lincoln. You read those lists of all the like similarities there. And no, the, no. Uh, so we are here for the Rocky Mountain. Did cigar. I leave you hanging? Was that was that, was that the perfect co-host thing? No, no. We're here for the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Uh, super excited to kick off the week um, with a live uh, streaming here on Flavor Odyssey. We got a whole week of uh, different events every single night. You guys are going to want to be tuned in to all uh, Cigar Dojo channels, whether it be Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram. We're going to be doing some reels. We've got some really fun events planned. And so we're, you're going to be getting all kinds of different content throughout the week as we go through and manage uh, just a whole a whole list of, of events. Uh, well, well, I'll leave that to, to Eric maybe to touch on uh, some of the high points that we're planning on for the week. But I'm super excited to be back here. This is my fourth or fifth year doing the festival uh what do you what do you have to say about rocky mountain how many times so, you've been out Is so this, last year's my first year it was yeah last year's my first year and it's one of those ones that you know i live on the east coast and uh you know everybody's always talking about rocky mountain yeah it's like you know everybody's it's just like it, it there, there's there's not a lot of multi-vendor events that everybody like keeps hearing over and over again you got to go to this event and so last year i came for the first time and i'm like well, one, I walked through it the day before, and I'm like, "There's a lot of vendors here. I mean, there's it's it, it's big, and and I get it. I mean, it, what we were talking earlier, it sold out like in seven hours, and that was the pre-sale, and then they just end up saying, well, you know, we just sold everything during our pre-sale, so that was it. Um, it's it's a neat it's a neat event. It's a neat yeah. event for the consumers. It's six hours. Weather should be phenomenal Saturday. Um, I'm I'm happy to be back. Looking forward to it again. Um, and I was I was very impressed by how well run it was. Mm -hmm. Um, cause it's not easy. I mean, I don't know how many booths there are, but there's, there's a ton. There's a ton. Yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't even begin to try and guess at how many booths, but yeah, smoker friendly is a, the production uh, company behind, uh, this event. And like I said, it's my fourth or fifth time out here now. Uh, to your point, everyone talks about it. One of the really fun things, if you haven't had a chance to come out to uh, Colorado, the, the event actually takes place in, in Broomfield. Um, but it's it's one of those events that like they don't, no one from the shops, no one from the from the the manufacturers are sending their sales team. All the top people are here. Like the the, the biggest names of the industry descend on Denver this week. Um, you know, it's just it, a big party for several it, yeah, days. Yeah, it's just and everybody just hanging. You know, I mean. 
It's cool for the consumers because they're just hanging with the manufacturers. Right. The manufacturers turned out they're just like regular people that just like cigars and drinking. Go so. figure. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> no, I, I, absolutely. You know, it was one of the fun things. One of the first times I was out here, uh, we went and hit uh, local brick and mortar. And we're sitting there and just, and Omar walks in to do a sales call. And then Nick Malillo shows up. And then Eric Espinosa shows up. So everyone comes into town. They're they're doing their their work. This is a great cigar town. There's a lot of brick and mortars here. Uh, you know, Smoker Friendly is uh, uh, owns several shops here in town. And so we, we see a ton of people here. You know, doing side events. You know, if you're following along to all the manufacturers, everyone's going to be at Havana Manor for you know one day or another. Uh, several different brick and mortars going to be hosting uh, all these different events. So it's a ton of fun to be part of this in general. Um, but. How many consumers come to this? How many how many people are at the event? Twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. Well, and, and it's a it's a fantastic venue too. You know, right right there on looks kind of like a, a man made um, levee there a little bit, but there it's, there's it's a, it's a golf course. I was gonna say, and then there's a golf course <laughs> right on the other side. So yeah, it yeah, exactly. It's a man made golf course. Actually, well, yeah. well, oh, is that yeah, no, one? yeah, it wasn't natural yeah, golf course. It was man made. Yeah, you know, I've I, I've heard I've heard different conversations about like how handicap changes for natural golf courses versus. Uh, Man made one. So it's it's interesting that you would point that out. And it actually reminds me of something, Fred. Randy! 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 Dojo Nation, it's official. We've made it our favorite week of the year and are kicking off a jam-packed week of events leading up to the best cigar festival of the year with tonight's wild card episode of your favorite cigar pairing show flavor odyssey now whether we're randomizing our pairings hosting the most storied and iconic pre-events traveling on a brewery bus three-hour tour or slanging shirts and cutters at the rocky mountain cigar fest you know that you can count on the team at cigar dojo to bring you into the festivities like no one on earth so let's give a big shout out to our sponsors for making this all possible and allowing us to travel through the airwaves and into the deepest depths of your consciousness starting with the incomparable drew estate cigars drew estate the brand that brings you some of the most delicious tasting cigars in all the world and has a portfolio that covers the full spectrum of flavor. So much so that they have a cigar for every smoker and every occasion. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar near you. One of the pound-for-pound top-level Drew Estate retailers in all the land is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. The one and only Smoke In. You will never have a bad experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff with over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop in any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at Smokin. Dot com. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. This that segment is uh-huh. even more uncomfortable this close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody watching has the full appreciation for just how awkward and awesome. Halfway through the read, I was like, should I just zoom in so Fred doesn't have to just be there? Like Yeah, no, I'm just kind of sitting there. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's like watching the big kid eat waffles. I mean, I don't even. I, mm-hmm. Well, I I got to tell you, I'm 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 honored to now have had you be part of one of Randy's reads. Yeah, and I like your photo, by the way, that is apparently like 20 years old. You're doing the realtor thing that, like, you know, nobody recognizes them when they show up. So that's 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 kind of interesting. Would you agree, Connor? We we have one realtor here in the uh, in the in the audience. Um, okay, so fantastic. Let's go ahead and go around the horn here and catch up with everybody. See how their pairings are going. Uh, let's go uh, in opposite order this time. Jordan, how's your pairing going? Well. Uh, as big of an HVC gat fan as I am, uh, this one doesn't hit as hard as that Maduro did. Uh, the original of the same selection, number one, was the Maduro. This is the sequel that came out earlier this year. Um, uh, this one is a lot more on the bitterness, um, kind of like dark, dusty, kind of a peppered toast kind of flavors, uh, which it, it with, between the old fashioned with the amount of citrus going on here, it does kind of make for a little bit of like a marmalade toast kind of a combination but um I, I just don't see too much both of them are one the drink's a little too salty the cigar's a little too dusty uh something's off okay all right matt uh remind folks what you're smoking and drinking and how is the pairing going all right i'm smoking the numero uno and i'm drinking the uh kentucky mule and uh the the pairing's not fantastic the the, the one thing i do like about it is um the retro on this cigar after taking a sip of the Kentucky Mule is pretty amazing. But other than that, you can't taste any of the nuance in the cigar. Yep. My pairing is like like Christmas. It's sweet on, on the front end. It, oh, yeah. I've got the Arturo Fuente Añejo, the Maduro. And then I'm drinking a Whistle Pig 18, the double malt rye. And I think the intensity, they really play with each other nicely. The the flavors they're very complementary of each other and they're hitting on different you know sides of the palate and whatnot and it just feels like it's a complete pairing that uh, that is it's real tasty. I have the Opus X with the uh, Jack Daniel's single barrel and I had to say boys I think the drink is running over the cigar a little bit. Mm. It's a little too hot for the cigar. It's a little disappointing for me. I'd probably go thumbs What's the down. the proof on it? The proof on this Connor help me out. My eyes are bad. One thirty. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. With this cigar, which I love this cigar and I love this drink, but together, I'm not convinced that this is a great pairing. I'm going to have to go thumbs down on this one. Chad, remind people what you got and what you think. Oh, you're going thumbs down already? I have the Placentia by Davidoff with uh, the Pilsner Cow. The cigar is fantastic. The 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 smell, just even just... just say say aroma, it. Chad. Don't, don't say smell, say aroma. Aroma, sorry. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, right, the, let's start the, the show over. Let's start, <laughs> start, start over. Let's go from the top. Let's go from the, the top. Uh, the, the beer, however, is not adding much to it. Um, I think something sweet would have mm. paired really well with this, brought some little contrasting or sweetness to it, but the beer is not really, the beer is just sort of clearing the palate, and that's about it. Scotty? Man, this this pairing round sucks. Oh. <laughs> All right, so show, I'm pairing Randy. the Senor Rio <laughs> Añejo Tequila and the Tabernacle by Foundation. This is going really well. I'm actually even a little bit more surprised that it is as good as it is. I'm getting this really great, basically toasted chocolate s'mores note that's just coming forward, literally with the sweetness of the tequila mixed with this deepness of this Tabernacle. I am digging this even more than I thought I would. 
So I've got the uh, Avo 30 and the uh, rum, the uh, Zephyr rum, 21 year. You know, uh, you know, uh, Fred. This sort of sounds like a like a, some sort of like Alcoholics Anonymous group. Hi, Fred. Not supposed to bring your alcohol to the meetings. Apparently. <laughs> so um, it's funny because when we when we before the show when we looked at it, I saw a lot of options. Like I was thinking there were options in there, and I feel like a lot of people got the short end of the stick on it. And it, and it's nothing against the alcohol because we we all like the alcohols and we all liked the cigars that were on the board. I just feel like I won the lottery on this pairing, though. Wow, I re- I really do, and I would I, I was actually relieved because you know I wasn't like was anybody gonna say anything if it, it's not a good pairing, and and several people did. Oh, um, I did. This this is still perfectly complimentary. Like I would say, if you're at home and you're like, hey, I want I want to find a pairing on there. Um, this is a really really good pairing. Yeah, good luck finding the uh, Leo Five ever again. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what but year did I, they I, do but, that thirtieth anniversary? Is it twenty eighteen? Maybe. 2019? Uh, uh, 19? 19? 19? 19? 19? Well, you know what? Hold on. Maybe it's on the label. That was 18. Uh, 18. You're right. Oh, it's wow. 18. Wow. But I also feel, look, I, I also, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a cheat because a Dominican cigar, you know, th- there's a lot of the floral notes. Mm. So, you know, like I like both, you know, I like DR, I, I like Nicaragua. Um, and so to lean on the floral notes and go with rum, I, I don't, I, you know, you don't have to get this cigar. I think there's a lot of DR cigars that I got a, a lot of people ignore because in, in typically in our, our audience of the hardcore smokers, we're, we're, we're leaning towards heavier. We're leaning towards, you know, more, maybe full bodied. And so sometimes when you go in with that mindset on, on a Dominican cigar, you're like, oh, it's too light. But there's subtle floral notes that come out of a DR cigar that we just don't get out of Nicaraguan mm-hmm. tobacco as much. Mm-hmm. And any of those, when you have a, a good DR cigar like this one, with rum uh and i generally don't lean towards a sweeter rum and this one has a little bit more sweetness than i would normally do but this one this this rum has a lot of the caramel to it so it it bring it it offsets sweet so just even the drink by itself has a really really good balance to it and like i said with this cigar i think i think it's perfect pairing i i I win i don't care what i don't care what you have to say i guess Well, you know, you know I'm, I'm actually really, I really appreciate what you just said there because I think you're right. I think, you know, on this show and, and smokers in, in general, myself personally, I'll speak just for me. Uh, I think we do uh, talk so much about those high intensity flavors, those things that you can't miss, the, you, you know, the, the pepper, the sweetness that smacks you right in the mouth from Nicaraguan tobacco that, uh, that's become such a dominant part of the conversation when we're talking about flavor profiles for uh, premium cigars today. Uh, really appreciate what you what you said there uh, about DR because outside of Davidoff, um, I think the conversation gets thin really quick as far as like what when people talk about oh my favorite cigars from the Dominican Republic, um, I think we would all recognize and if you like put a list up on the board like Family Feud, we'd all recognize and say oh yeah that's a great cigar that's a great cigar but maybe we're not uh, engaging in them quite as frequently. So I really appreciate what you said there about the balance of the floral notes and how well it's going with something sweet because we do, you know, especially on this show, we, you know, we gravitate towards a lot of brown liquors mm-hmm. and, and, and a lot of sweet liquors, you know, bourbon is, is a house favorite around here in the studio. And uh, I'm a big rum fan myself. And so uh, really appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to have to do a little more uh, investigative work and, and look into some of those DR uh, based tobaccos. Investigative work. You're yes. a giver. You're yes. a giver. Yeah. You're, wow. <laughs> Someone's got to do Bold that. Bold move. No, yeah. I, I, yeah. But, you know, I I I I have to talk about this on on the show. You know, I haven't been smoking all that long. It's it's kind of ironic. I started smoking cigars, and like six months later, I think I was on a 
I had my own show on on Cigar Dojo. Um, so so like, like my, my, my clearly the bar is very low. That's, on that's how we vet our people. It's, you know, the, the it was bear, personality the, the and relationships. If you're watching the show and you've been smoking for more than six months, there could be a segment for you. I mean, just saying. <laughs> All right, that, that might have come out a little different than, than it was. No, in no, my it's head. exactly the way it is. It's fine. We're good. I stand by it. There's not too yeah. many Randys out there. No, no yeah. Hardcore like that. No, but, but but to that point, I started very intense and, and it took me quite some time to to really appreciate lighter, more nuanced cigars where my palate like was able to even pick up on some of those characteristics. And so I am still I do still consider myself somewhat of a of a novice, even though I do this um, as frequently as I do and I'm on the air here. Um, but, but, but I'm still learning. I'm still having aha moments. And that's what I love about flavor in general, you know, whether it be beer or, or spirits or barbecue, I love having those aha moments where I have like a new kind of experience that makes me realize, uh, what flavors are possible. This is one of those scenarios that, so I don't, I, like I said, I tend to go single malt, mm-hmm. um, started getting the bourbons. Cause I, you know, what a lot of the guys in the cigar industry, have bourbons instead of single malts and because you're freaking american well (laughs) what it was i didn't think i liked bourbon and then about four or five years ago i'm like oh i just don't like cheap bourbon Mm. you know and then and then so i kind of you know raise that but this is one of those moments when i don't i I have rum at home and i don't grab it uh, i'll tend to grab a single malt but i forget when i have that pairing i'm like i forgot how good that pairing is yeah i mean if you go back in history of cigars and rum that i mean we didn't have bourbons we we we, like i'm old like i'm that old (laughs) You know, I mean, they didn't exist. I mean, you didn't have craft beers and stuff like that. So right, those right. were the pairings that they're, you know, that was a pairing that was originally on the table. Right. No, that's a great point. All right. But so, go ahead. Go with your chocolate powder. Yeah. So here's where I'm at. Modern world. I, I, I was fully confident that with this cigar, there was no opportunity for me to um, fail on matching intensities unless I ended up with the Pilsner. Or, or with the mule, where I where I thought that the cigar was just going to be too much for for those beverages. Well, let's be honest. Jordan took the old fashioned off, which basically everybody had decided that they were going to go with the old fashioned. Well, well, I had no choice, and we forgot. Uh, we forgot. Yeah. We really, we got glued on the cigars. And I completely forgot. Well, that. You, you know, and and take this lesson into your your football fantasy drafts is. is Stay calm. Don't panic. We did go lightning round. Everyone was like, was like, oh, shoot, you got to choose something quick. And, and you lose the strategy that you thought you were going to come into the conversation with. Um, so going with the Beechwood Mocha Machine Imperial Coffee Chocolate Porter. That's a name. It really is. I, why I literally have to read the can to make sure I get it right every time. Uh, I love this beer. I, th- I think it's got a ton of flavor. It's very roasty. It's got a lot of coffee a ton of of the coffee characters in there and unfortunately for me what i'm finding so far is is i have missed on intensity the the beer is so intense and so thick and so roasty that i it does mask some of those oh, characteristics a pretty intense cigar too Jeez. It, well that's what i'm saying is is i didn't think that i was going to be able to to overpower the cigar because this is such a full flavored cigar uh, i love the cigar like i said this is one of the first uh, cigars that like really uh, brought it home for me. I, I often tell the story that my first premium cigar ever that I smoked was the Davidoff Late Hour. And when I had read that that it had... It's a great cigar. It is. It is. It brought me to where I am in this industry, right? Um, but I read that some of the tobacco was barrel-aged, so I immediately started doing Google searches on barrel-aged, and, and I came across uh, the Camacho American Barrel-Aged. And um, 
That being said, it has it has that that coffee characteristic. It has some chocolate notes. It definitely, you know, I, I often kind of I don't want to say roll my eyes at, but you know, we, we talk all the time on the show. Like these things are used in marketing. You know, you're you're market. You have a marketing background yourself. We use these terms that lend this idea that it's going to be this like major part of the flavor profile. And then when we really like study it, think about it all the way through like well i guess i get a little bit of a nuance from there but i'm not really sure it's there maybe it's just like in my head kind of i really do feel like you do get a barrel characteristic from here you get some oak you get some vanilla um and so that being said the beer for me is totally overpowering this and when i take a a draw off the cigar i'm getting all these great flavors that i'm really enjoying i take a, a drink and it all goes away. It just completely masks and overpowers the the chocolate and the coffee. So so far for me, the intensity is off. And and like you say, that's the first thing that I I look at when when I when I'm kind of judging a pairing is you know are they in balance with each other? And and again, while I like your description so much, you you immediately talked about balance just in the beverage itself, and then in your pairing. So you're finding great balance there. Uh, unfortunately, I am not. We do have some other uh, housekeeping that, that we got to take wait, care Randy, of. Wait, 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 uh, hold on, hold on. So what I'm hearing is just to summarize, you're disappointed that one of the options wasn't Cracker Jacks. Had there been Cracker Jacks, I'd had the best pairing in the whole studio. Randy, I got a question so, by oh, Fred. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Clayton Shearman yeah. uh, in the uh, virtual audience wants you to, he says you should hit that thing up with the, uh, the frother. The let's beer. Hit, let's hit this beer, the beer? up with the frother and see yeah, if it changes yeah, anything. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell that you right now why crazy. I'm not going to do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's but carbonated. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because of the carbonated <laughs> beverage, especially when you're dealing with something like I have here in this in this beer. But do it, though. You, you've got but, but do it. In, all right, I'll do it anyway. I mean, we're going uh, for views here. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but. But 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 so let, let and me, close let, to the computer is a great idea. Yeah, so, <laughs> let, let me just share real quick. You know, carbonation uh, because of the effervescence, it, it creates this kind of scrubbing characteristic on the palate that that lightens sweetness. When you take away that carbonation, any sweetness that already exists is going to sit really flat on the palate. It's going to like stick to to your tongue and, and the, your cheeks and the roof of your mouth so much heavier. And so my guess is this is going to become cloyingly sweet. By taking away the carbonation, but for the uh, show, please tell me that you're going to bring in a Bill Nye segment for him going forward. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically uh, what the show is. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah. Eric, if you can, if you I got, take this. I mean, I'm gonna I got a question. Do a frothing here. I got a question for Fred. Uh, Fred, there's a lot of uh, fans of yours from way back in the day when you were with uh, your own brand, Nomad. Um, you made some amazing cigars that we all still love to this day. And one of the things that Thank you, you. Uh, talked about back in the day was, and you you would go around traveling with this, is hacking the blend. Mm-hmm. And you talked about how you hacked blends. Can you sort of explain that? And then the follow-up question is, will you ever do that in the future with Illusioni? So um, I'll answer the second one first. God, no. Um, <laughs> it, it's funny because, and, 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 I, and I appreciate that everybody, you know, followed the journey on that with me. Um, yeah. I, I would just screw it up. I mean, Dion is just like uh, his process is amazing, and 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 how and how particular he is. Um, I would I would just mess it up. I would get in his way. Um, he's he's clearly light years above above anything that I have accomplished as far as that was concerned. So no, I I, I wouldn't do that. Now the hacking the blend thing, I do I do like, and the idea was, and, and, I, and very quickly, if you didn't experience it, was 
to try to it, it came from a guy in um named ron in, in texas and he asked me he just said he asked me outright when he's looking bringing cigars in he said look what makes you different than just another white guy with a cigar meaning i wasn't cuban i didn't come from a family i was from wisconsin originally i mean you know and so uh I just that that question stayed in my brain for like a year and I'm like, you know, what, what am I, how am I different? And what, mm. you know, and, and it wasn't, you know, I was just a guy that got to go down there and, you know, I kept feeling like the kid in the Make-A-Wish Foundation that I'm just down here and, you know, like I get to do this. And after a year when they thought I was sincere about it, they would help me when I was down there. And I, you know, check the ego at the door. They're always going to know more than you. And then when they see you're genuine, they help you out. So the idea that hacking the blend was, was to take a particular blend, separate all the tobaccos and bring to consumers just the individual components of it and have them smoke each of them. And there would be five, say, in a cigar, and they would smoke all five separately, and then we would finish with the cigar, the completed product. And so they could identify what the tobaccos were. And in some of the tobaccos you, you would taste, and you'd go like, well, I don't, I don't see why, you would, why you'd have this one. I mean, there's nothing special about this. But then when you mixed them all together, you saw how you needed like a foundation or something. It's like when you talk about Nicaraguan cigars, Jalapa. Is, is, you know, and Jalapa is, is a great tobacco, in, but you're not going to have a cigar of just Jalapa. I mean, you can, um, but it, you, you, have to, it. You, you have to really just go all over, <laughs> all, all over Jalapa to find things to blend it on there. Um, Quesada, Quesada Tabac- did that, right? Yeah, Jordan Quesada yeah, did yeah. Palazzo, and, and, and it's, it's hard to do. But the idea of the experience was is to get, have someone kind of go through that thing. And, and it was almost like I called it hacking the blend because anything else would have been pretentious. And that's really what, what my process was. I go down there and you'd, Go, okay, I think I want to play this tobacco. And you'd bring in five, six tobaccos and you start rolling it up and you go, okay, that sucks. Uh, let's take that one out. Let's put this one in. And, and, and it's just this hacking process. It's like, it's like cooking, you know, and you're just mm-hmm. kind of playing with different ingredients. And so the idea was to try to bring that consumers to consumers. And it was just a fun experience for everybody to one, get to try Ometepe just as Ometepe. Right. Or Jalapa or Condega Lajero versus, you know, uh, Esteli Lajero, whatever it may have been. And you could see, you know, Older tobacco wasn't necessarily the solution. Sometimes you you wanted something that was you know four or five years, not six years or whatever you know whatever you're working with at the time. So it was just a fun process. So I'd like to do that process again, um, and that's something that you know we we could look at in the future, Louisiana. But as far as blending anything with them, God no, I would I would just I'd get in the way. Well, that that's fantastic. So Nomad was uh, I, I knew who you were early on in in my adventures in into cigars, but no Nomad had already uh, you know been a thing of the past by the time I came in. I have exactly one Nomad cigar, and me too. It, no, I'm just <laughs> and I and I always think of that as like, it, w- so what do you think about that? I, I, I always think I have this one cigar, and when it's gone, it's gone forever. I'm never going to be able to replace it. Should I smoke that thing or just like keep it next, it. next to my smoke picture it. of you yeah. on, on the altar? Smoke it. Okay. I used to be that guy that like <laughs> held on all the cigars. Like we all have the cigars we get that they're, 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 they're unicorns or whatever. And um, to be honest, and it, it's, it's appropriate that I'm smoking this. One, yeah. Abo, who I used to smoke with three, four times a week, um, when he passed away, that was just kind of a moment that I just kind of went to my humidor and I started smoking some of the older Avos and things like that. And then I didn't stop. I started going through all the other ones that I'm like, there's no point. One if I die, my wife knows to give it to like guys like you. And I'm like, well, I don't want you guys to have them. So <laughs> uh, I clearly need this. And, and I just realized there, there, well, there, there is a shelf life yeah. and they're meant to be enjoyed. Yeah. Did so you, you may not ever find that perfect moment for it, but yeah. just, did you ever smoke the original LEO five? Oh yeah. Yeah. How, how does this one compare? Do you remember um, it all? It's, it's not the same, but here's the thing that's, that's hard. This is a great, great cigar. 
this is what consumers and, and, and again I'm, I'm i'm a cigar guy first and foremost smoking cigars. i love smoking all the different brands and stuff like that i was excited to you know you know pick one out tonight and stuff like that um you have to decide what was when you go back into some of those cigars back you know you're like oh i was you know what was the circumstance were you or right. was it yeah. your honeymoon or you at a friend's wedding were you on a beach were you on vacation because there's all this other sensory stuff that gets taken into it and then you smoke it later like, oh it's not the same cigar <laughs> right and it was right. the same cigar sitting in your humidor it's just not the same thing so and, and some of them are, are are good you know are great and and like i said smoke them i mean yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie there's a handful of cigars in my humidor that i just you know i just haven't found that moment for right, yet right um but i've gone through a lot more of them than i ever have so yeah i'm, I'm you know smoke them but don't yep. you think that gets it might get to a certain point where let's say you've had the cigar it's it's now it's 30 years old and you're like oh. well it's past its prime i almost do i get more enjoyment out of just seeing it there i know it's not gonna taste good it's 30 years old i mean yeah i guess i, I, I love mean, knowing that Mr. jordan's Window. been collecting cigars since he was five by the way yeah no, <laughs> he can still buy cigars that are older than you <laughs> fair enough fair enough no i i i love so much of what you said there and we talked about it and i don't know how much of our, our, our show you've seen in the past but you know again i come from a beer background and uh, you know being a beer judge since i was 21 and working in a homebrew shop i can't count how many people came to me and tell me oh i've got to find this beer because i had it this one time on a cruise ship, I had met this foreign young lady. We had hit it off. <laughs> the sun was setting. I drank that beer, and yeah. it was the most amazing thing. I want to find that beer again, and I, I'd tell him, "Stop looking, stop yeah. looking," because I promise you're going to be disappointed. Right, and and it really like goes to speak to how much um, uh, other. So, like you said, sensory experience that you had that like enhances that those flavors and enhances your experience while you're drinking that beer, while you're smoking that cigar. And it's just like, unless you can find this like magical moment, but, but if you're in that magical moment, almost anything's going to be elevated because of it. Right? Jordan, Jordan brings up a really good point though. I, I, there's a shelf life. Yes. There, there, there is a shelf life. Even, even the best cigars under the best conditions you know, the oils start to slowly dissipate and, and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, smoke them. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree. And uh, I, I'm interested because I, I hadn't really heard about the uh, Hacking the Blend uh, project that you had done. And I uh, another thing I talk about it that, like, uh, new homebrewers often do is, like, you, you read about what each grain imparts in flavor in your beer and you think, oh, yeah. I want to add some toastiness. I want to add some sweetness. I want to add some spiciness. I want to add some earth. And once you've done too much, it all just becomes blah, right? Like, like you can't actually discern any of those characters anymore. And so I really like like the idea of, of you bringing that, uh, you know, like you said, aha moments to people where you realize uh, where I, when I, tasting that, that one purito of that one leaf didn't really like do it for me but i see how smoking these other four without that it's 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 missing something that it, that that was the the thing that pushed it over the edge and gave it that that magical you, you know kind of that mystical if you will uh characteristic well, that made you enjoy I think, it so much. I think your point that you you overcomplicate it as as you know as you go farther in in learning about tobaccos it, I could never recreate one of the first Nicaraguans that I made that I knew nothing because it was such a basic blend, but I got a hold of some great tobacco. If I would have made that, say, five years later or six years later or whatever, I would I would have screwed it up because I would have overcomplicated. Mm -hmm. I, I, I still would have put out a good cigar, right. but I would have overcomplicated. Sometimes the simplest route, so you find a tobacco you love and you build around and showcase that tobacco. My, my philosophy was, was always... You've got this tobacco. How do you get them to play well with each other? Right. You know, don't over. You know, don't. You don't have to have like you know seventeen hundred you know tobaccos in there, and you yeah. know because you want you want 
what's going to make that one tobacco that you found that special showcase? And sometimes you just don't need to overcomplicate them. Right. That's a great point. All right. Well, I'm going to give a quick update as I did froth my uh, my Imperial Coffee Chocolate Porter. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'll be honest, it d- did not have the experience uh, change that I expected. I expected a lot more sweetness once you took the effervescence out and it lost that kind of lightness. Um, there's also a, an acidity cut that comes from carbonation called carbonic acid. And so it, it adds some brightness and, and, and can uh, offset some of the sweetness. Uh, so this didn't end up sweet, but the coffee is over the top now. It's mm. very, very roasty. I had mentioned the coffee. So do you it, like the pairing better after you frothed it? I, I almost do. It's still, it's still, it's still overpowering. But surprisingly, I think it actually is better. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a shout out to the listener right there. Yeah, yeah, Go the, audience. Yeah, Clayton. The, yeah, the the chocolate has kind of dissipated, and it's just become much roastier. It's still overly intense. It's still overpowering the cigar in some ways, um, and and completely muting that roasty characteristic that that I would. Did it cool normally... down the temperature last week when we were doing this? Every time it would, that was like for me the most noticeable thing was like really cooled down the temperature of the drink. Of course, it's been a while since you frothed it. You know what's interesting? I, I think it is cooler. I, obviously, I was really excited about it. It was a beer, so it was probably in the fridge anyways, but you, you probably wouldn't notice that, too much. That's true. I, I was really bummed to miss uh, last week's show after Scott had seen that. Uh, I think Scott and I saw that that uh, Instagram uh, video on the tequila the same day, and I was so excited about it. I had already bought the frother by the time Eric brought to me. He was like, oh, you know, Scott found this thing. We should try this on the show. I said, I, I ordered my frother yesterday. Uh, <laughs> and so I was, I was super bummed to, to miss the show. I did get a chance to watch it a, a little bit. And it was a lot of a lot of fun. I, and a, a wide variety of results, it sounded like, from you guys, uh, from the frothing and the different beverages. The, so. the consensus was, was kind of like, eh. But, but, <laughs> like, but there you was. Don't, you don't really need it. This, this. I mean, like, maybe for like, if you're doing a whiskey sour. Like. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is a couple of the things you guys felt like it absolutely improved uh, the drink so it's the, the, the rum which uh, right. fred is drinking tonight uh i thought was fantastic i don't know fred if you want to would you like to try some frothed rum? try it up try that all right yeah. Matt, can you bring the frother back so you're gonna go thumbs up or thumbs down randall i'm going thumbs down on this unfortunately as i as i always say the intensity and matching uh trying to get get a balance is uh the biggest part of, of pairing for me and uh this was a miss. So yeah, thumbs down for me on this one. Um, well, I'll well, bounce over to Jordan real quick. Yeah, Jordan, uh, do you want to go thumbs up or thumbs down on your pairing? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a thumbs down. I'd be kind of like in between, but I got to go thumbs down that just, there wasn't that aha kind of a combination between the two. There's a little bit of symmetry going on, but just, uh, the cigars just a little too bitter and dusty. Like right. there's, <laughs> there's nothing standing out on the cigar end of this thing. Well, the drink was a little too, salty we'll let uh we'll let fred go last the studio audience we're gonna all do our thumbs up thumbs down simultaneously on the count of three one two three so we got uh scotty thumbs up chad thumbs up i'm thumbs down connor is thumbs up matt was thumbs down three three fred what did you think of your pairing and thumbs up or thumbs down Um, thumbs up yeah yeah he said he won the lottery yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were we, what, what was the what was the overall count? I win. There? I win. Well, over here it was uh, two two down, three up, and up here it was two down and one up. Four and four. Randy, four and four. if I'm not mistaken, uh, there will be no flavor odyssey next week. Is that right? 
Yes, yeah, we're taking right. the week you, off. You've been cut. <laughs> no, no. Wow. And uh, Wait you, tell them live yeah, on the show. Yeah, yeah. Breaking the, wow. news, everybody. Flavor Odyssey has been canceled. That, was, from, from the, that no, wasn't uh, even a text breakup. <laughs> that was just... Yeah. Absolutely. No, so so uh, to Derek's point, we do have... Uh, uh, four days. It's going to flat out be a miracle. Anyone that knows me and has been to any of these multi-day events, I have a really hard time uh, keeping my voice through uh, th- four days of events. So it'll be it, I, I, it'd be a whisper show okay. next week. So we're going to take next week off. Um, what is going on on uh, Smoke Night, Night Live? Live. All right. <laughs> so Randy, wow. uh, Randy wow. we're going to go. We're going to go. Smoke Dojo. <laughs> Randy, I'm, I'm going to throw this back to you for just one second yeah, yeah. Uh, in a second. But uh, tomorrow night is the Docella Festival here at the studio. Yay. Get this on the live show tomorrow night. Here are some of the names that will be uh, that I have guaranteed. There could be other guys that show up. Who knows? But live on the show tomorrow night, Steve Saka, Eric Espinoza, Pedro from Jewish State, Pedro Gomez, Terrence Riley, Fabian Ziegler, Fred Rui, who's sitting over there right now, Eddie Guerrero, George Ramey, Bradley Rubin, Justin Andrews, Tom Lazuka, Mickey Pegg, Omar the Frias will all be on the show tomorrow. Wow, and then man. Randy, wow. Friday morning, a beer tour. Tell folks about that. Yeah, so we have our third annual Flavor Odyssey Brewery Bus Tour. Whoa, whoa, time out. You said morning. I thought we weren't leaving until noon. Yeah, that's that's morning for most that's of That's an yeah. important thing yeah. for me going in tomorrow night. So I just want to <laughs> clarify that. Okay, all right. Yeah, so Continue. We, so we will be leaving uh, the Aloft Hotel in Broomfield, Colorado. We will be headed to... Completely eight- sold out. Completely sold out. This is a sold out event. Thank you guys so much for, for signing up. When you did, uh, we, we have uh, uh, informed... The, uh, the folks that, that are going to be on the bus already, we will be leaving the Aloft, headed to Avery Brewing Company in Boulder, Colorado, Asher Brewing Company, and then fin- finishing off at Gross and Bart's. Uh, this whole event, uh, big shout out to Camacho Cigars as they are the primary sponsor of our entire bus tour this year. Um, and, and a lot of the same people that you, uh, Eric just listed as being on the show tomorrow night are also going to be on the bus. So uh, super exciting for uh, everyone to be there. We're going to get to hang out with some of our favorite cigar celebrities. And uh we do have a special winner as we do a uh, audience pairing each week. And, and I did tell everybody that I was going to send out something special to each winner leading up to this with uh, a, a random raffle of those winners for who is going to win a seat on the brewery bus tour. We did the randomizer before the show. Our three winners leading up were Randy Harrison. Kevin O'Connor and Bill CD Hall of Famer Bill Powers and the ultimate winner of the giveaway for the brewery bus tour is Bill Powers. So congratulations, Bill. Congratulations, Bill. Indeed, indeed. Super excited to catch up with our friend Bill. Have him. I believe this will be his third consecutive year on the bus tour this year. It's complimentary. Uh, thank you for, for everybody for entering and for, for, uh, contributing on the show all month long as we've done these pairings kevin o'connor and randy harrison you have uh gifts coming to you this week as i get back uh to california and uh we have anything else to go over real quick before we wrap it up yeah so then after the uh uh, brewery bus tour that night at the loft hotel is the camacho block party the cigar dojo camacho block party We'll be hanging out at the Aloft Hotel from 6 to whatever it ends. Scotty with the Trinity Cigar Lounge will be set up hanging out. That's going to be amazing. There's going to be the Cornhole Tournament that night, which will be uh, the fourth or fifth, maybe, I think, 
Uh, so let's see. Tommy Lazuka, Eric. It's fifth. Tommy Lazuka, Eric Espinosa won it the first time. Uh, me and Emmett won it the second year. Matt and Jordan won it two years in a row. So this will be the fifth one. We'll be doing that on Friday night at the Aloft Hotel, which will be a blast. Then, obviously, Saturday is Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest at the Omni Interlocking Hotel. Probably the greatest multi-vendor event in the world. Um, it is absolutely amazing. And then what we normally do is we have a tailgate party that night in the Aloft Hotel parking lot. This is a un uh, what do you call it, Randy? It's sort of like a uh, unwritten rule that we do this. Mm. And it, you know what? I gotta say, it, it's turned out to be one of the more fun nights, Scotty, <laughs> of the entire thing. Is just hanging out with the tailgates down, just goofing around, drinking, smoking cigars. It's usually an absolute blast. So it is a action-packed week, Randall and Fred. And so we're super excited. And by the way, thank you to all the dojo people that have flown in for this event. Uh, sorry we couldn't have you here tonight, but uh, it just got to be overwhelming. Um, and so we we cut out the Wednesday night gathering because it ended up being like Thursday night. and It was two nights in a row, and it just it was just too much. But thanks to all the dojo people that came in. We can't thank you guys enough. It's the greatest cigar community in the world, Randy. Um, so we're super excited about that. Fred, thank you for joining us tonight. And yeah, uh, thank take, you. take it away, Randall. Yeah, no, uh, great points. Can't wait to see everybody tomorrow. Is, uh, you know, this community comes together this week. Can't wait to see everybody. Uh, can't wait to see everybody in two weeks when Flavor Odyssey continues. So I'm going to try my best to do my my Robbie Raz impression and tell you to stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. And we'll catch you in two weeks as the Odyssey continues. <laughs>